Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Podcasting with Aaron. This week, I'm talking about the importance of sound quality, how to get good sound for your podcast, why it matters, and why you should invest and get yourself a nice microphone. So this is actually part one of what I think will be a seven-part series. Uh, I was initially going to try to smash it all into one episode. And then I realized that's just going to be too long and take too much work. uh, And it's better for me and my sanity. uh, And I think you, if I break it up into separate parts, so I can really go into detail where it makes sense to do so. So thanks for joining me today. Hope you're having a good week so far. Uh, Yeah. So why am I doing this? I have been obsessed with things that sound good for as long as I can remember. I've always loved music and the effect that it has on my body and my brain. So I got interested in the process of creating and capturing sound when I was pretty young. Uh, Really, I probably started thinking about it 9, 10, 11 years old. And then that kind of got me into playing music, playing drums. Anyways, the first podcast I started listening to, I was probably in my early 20s, uh, back in 2008, 2009. These were shows like Radiolab that had been professionally produced, uh, you know, recorded, mixed, and mastered by folks who had been working in radio for a long time. They had really good gear. They knew how to use it, uh, and they sounded really good. So that was kind of like my introduction to podcasts, and it's kind of set a baseline. Uh, then I started listening to some shows produced by independent podcasters, you know, normal folks, people probably like you and uh, and me. Uh, I like the content just as much, but I felt that the sound quality was significantly lower in a lot of cases. And sometimes it was so bad that it made it hard to listen to the episode and it kind of turned me off a little bit. So I started wondering, like, what do you have to do to get a good sound for a podcast. Like, what do you what What are the steps that go into it? Why are Why do people have such a hard time with it? Uh, can you do it on a budget without like super expensive recording gear and a really nice recording studio and like a mixing and mastering engineer? Uh, what do you like? What What all goes into this? I figured out over time that there were a few key things that really make a difference when it comes to getting good sound quality. Uh, so I'm going to share those things and what I've learned about all this stuff over the course of the next seven episodes. Uh, So the first question I want to talk about is, does good sound quality actually matter that much? And the answer, I'm going to say emphatically, yes, yes, it matters that much. The quality of an audio recording, especially in the context of someone speaking, uh, has a big impact on how people perceive you, how, how trustworthy they think you are, how much they believe you, how likely they are going to uh, uh, continue to listen to you. So there's a research article that kind of shows this. Uh, it was published by some researchers from the University of Southern California back in 2018. Um, basically, they show the same video to two different groups of people, two control groups. One version, uh, one group gets one version of the video. The other group got the other version of the video. One group got a version of the video that had lower sound quality. So they intentionally made the sound quality of the audio worse. Um, and the video was like the researchers presenting some research and talking about stuff. The, the, the thing you need to, the thing, the important thing here, the takeaway is that the people that watched the, the version of the video with lower sound quality thought that the researchers were less intelligent, less likable, and less credible, and the research less important. Just from sound quality, nothing else changed, just sound quality. And this, this affects podcasters too. So as a podcast host, the key thing, if you want 
people to stick around and listen to you, they have to be able to hear you clearly and understand you. Uh, if they if they can't hear you clearly, if there's distracting noises, uh, if there's other audio problems, they're not going to stick around. You're going to lose them. And uh, you know, as a, as a podcast host, I want people to stick around, and I want that for you too, as a as a creator. Like I want people to listen to what you have to say. There's podcasting is hard enough um, without losing, you know, having to lose people because of poor audio quality. So. That's why I care about it so much. That's why I talk about it so much. Uh, and that's why it's important to learn how to record and publish audio that sounds good. So the next question, when you say something sounds good, what does that mean? Now, I, I had to really think through this one. I used to talk a lot about uh, the importance of sound quality and sounding good, but I never really broke it down in a way that was easy to understand. And I know this because I got a two-star review in Apple Podcasts last year uh, from Red84604. And I'm going to quote him because I think this is important to point out, uh, and I think it's fair criticism. Red said, I can appreciate that the podcast dude is a musician. That's me. Uh, so am I. But his obsession with audio quality has made me look for another podcast to teach me how to podcast. Even if I came to this podcast exclusively for advice about audio, it wouldn't be useful for that because from the very beginning, his advice assumes that the listener already knows a whole lot about the subject, more than I know, and I was actually a professional musician for a while. I couldn't follow it. And he went on for episode after episode. I want to produce a podcast with great audio, but even after listening to several episodes, I am still not sure how to do that because his advice was so technical and his snobbery on the topic was off-putting. Sorry, two stars. And that's fair criticism. Uh, so really, you can thank Red for this whole seven-part series that I'm about to make and share for you, uh, share with you rather. Uh, to me... So back to the back to the topic. To me, when I say a podcast sounds good, it means that each voice you hear in the episode is clear and easy to understand and not hard to understand or difficult to listen to because of things like background noise, distracting noises happening in the backgrounds, hums, uh, or just other various things that make a podcast hard to listen to and understand. So that's kind of what I mean. That's the, that's the base level. But we can break that down a little bit further. Uh, and I'm going to uh, share a list of six things that uh, make something clear and easy to understand. What this means, number one, you've got a microphone that works well for recording a human voice, and you're relatively close to that microphone when you're speaking. Basic stuff, really important. Number two, your voice doesn't sound muffled or far away or distorted in any way. Number three, the volume level of your recording is loud enough, but not too loud. Number four, that volume level doesn't change dramatically during the recording. So it's consistent. You know, if, if you talk a little bit louder, it can get a little bit louder. If you talk quieter, it can get a little bit quieter, but it doesn't change. It doesn't go from like super loud to super quiet at any point, uh, unless it's intentional, right? Uh, number five, your audio recording is free of distracting background noise. So that's hums, buzzes, pops, beeps, echoes, reverb, that like room sound that makes it hard to understand you, things like that. Finally, number six, the volume level of your voice should be roughly the same as the other voices in the recording if there's multiple people. You don't want a situation where your voice is way louder than your guests or vice versa. 
So those are the main things. Uh, when I say clear and easy and understand, that's really what I mean. And that's that's kind of what to be thinking about and paying attention to. And there are other things that can kind of enhance sound quality uh, and make an, uh, an episode nicer to listen to, you know, things like music, sound design, pacing, things like that. But that's I consider that a little bit more advanced and I really want to stay focused on like the basics uh, and explaining the basics. So how do you get this good sound quality? Well, I'm glad you asked. I believe there are seven important things to know and keep in mind when recording audio if you want your show to sound good. And I'm going to be covering each one of those things in detail uh, over the next seven episodes. This week, I want to talk about why you should invest in a nice microphone invest in a nice microphone. Buy yourself a nice microphone. Your microphone is kind of like the single most important part of sounding good. Like you've got your voice, you're kind of stuck with that. You can improve it. You can improve how you speak, how you project, uh, the the tone of your voice, you know, the dynamic, um, uh, I don't know, forget it. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is the microphone that you have is like, as a, as a podcaster, someone who wants to talk, someone who wants to sound good, it's worth investing in a nice microphone. The good news is that you don't have to spend a lot of money to get a nice microphone. I bought this microphone used for $150. Now, to some of you, that probably is not that much money at all. Some of you, that might feel like a lot of money. But think about this. like When I, when I bought this, um, I was doing a lot of podcasting. Uh, it was... When did I buy this? Probably... F- probably four, three, four, five years ago. I don't know. So over time, it's paid off, especially if you're going to be like doing a lot of doing a lot of podcasting, doing a lot of talking on Zoom, as a lot of us are these days. um, A microphone is very quickly going to uh, you're going to get your money's worth for whatever you invest in. You don't have to buy an expensive one either. There are versions of this microphone for less than $100 that sound almost as good. I've owned them and they're like, I want to say like 85, 90% as good, which is kind of amazing, like $60, $80 for, for a USB microphone that you can plug into any computer and you can just sound good. Like that's, that's great. So if you can afford, you know, a couple hundred bucks, it's worth it, especially over the long term. But if you just want to try out podcasting, get yourself a USB microphone. And I'm going to walk you through that here in a second. Um, so, you know, a, a single microphone like this, works great. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars. Now, what doesn't usually work well is trying to share one single microphone between multiple people. Like if you have two or three people in the same room, um, not a good idea to try to share a mic, uh, especially if the microphone's not really built for that. Um, Bluetooth headsets and, uh, uh, and, and like gaming headsets don't usually work very well. Basically, for podcasting, the smaller the microphone, the less sound quality you're going to get out of it. It's just, you know, cheaper components, smaller microphones just don't sound as good as some of the some of the nicer, slightly more expensive microphones. So just keep that in mind. Um, and the, one of the things, you, if you want to sound good, I recommend avoiding too, is just using the uh, built-in computer microphones. A lot of people do. They do work. They just don't sound good. Like they just... You've heard it. You've heard people using their laptop microphones, their desktop computer microphones. It's it's okay. It works for purposes of, of having phone calls with people, with talking to people, but you sound kind of far away. Um, you're just not going to sound as nice as a microphone like this one. So 
I've got a full list of the gear I recommend at uh, kit.co slash podcasting with Aaron. And I want to walk you through some of that right now and just talk about it. Uh, Okay, so let's say, let's see. (laughs) No edits. I'm trying to just do this all live without, without any edits. So I'm just like trying to keep rolling whenever I make mistakes. All right, so this microphone, I'm using the Shure Beta 87A. Uh, $150 use, go to guitarcenter.com and check out their use section, especially if you're, I think, well, maybe only if you're in the United States, which most of my listeners are, I think. But um, used used uh, uh, websites for, for audio gear or, you know, music stores. You can get some really good de- deals on microphones if you're willing to buy used. Most of the time, they're probably fine. Uh, you just be cautious, you know. Uh, I love this mic because it's affordable. It sounds really good. It does a really good job of, of not picking up a bunch of background noise that's happening. Um, I forgot to turn off my space heater before I started recording, so you can probably hear that a little bit. I do mostly for processing my audio for my videos. I actually do very little processing. I just do a little bit of, of noise removal using ScreenFlow, which is a software I have. I don't do much else to it. It sounds really nice by itself. Um, unless you're right in front of this microphone, you're basically not going to hear very much. So it's, it does like a really good job of, of uh, not picking up anything that's not right in front of it, which I really appreciate. And it's especially nice if you're recording multiple people in the same room. But this is my mic. I think it sounds great. Um, this is an XLR microphone. And the, the main two types of, of microphones are XLR or uh, USB. And a USB mic just plug straight into a USB port on your computer. You can buy an adapter uh, for your phone or a tablet as well. Pretty, pretty common, pretty straightforward. Those are great. USB mics are great if you're going to be solo podcasting or talking to people mostly over the internet, Zoom, uh, Skype, you know, things like that. Um, if you're going to be recording multiple people in the same room, it's better to buy XLR microphones because these are microphones you plug a mic cable into it and you plug it into an audio interface. And an audio interface just takes the analog signal from a microphone, converts it into a digital signal. You plug this interface into your computer or your tablet, uh, and you can you can record multiple microphones to multiple tracks, individual tracks at the same time. Uh, this just allows you to record multiple people in the same room, and it works a lot better than trying to use a single microphone. What you don't ever want to do is use USB microphones and record to separate computers at the same time in the same room not a good time. You, the audio won't be synced up. There'll be echo. Just don't do that. Um, anyways, XLR USB microphones. Uh, so looking at the screen here, the audio interface I have is the Focusrite Scarlett 18i8. I think these sell for around $350 new. Uh, you can record up to four microphones at the same time. It's got two ports for headphones. You can split headphones into multiple, uh, uh, multiple headphones if you want, if you need to do that. Um, I like, I really love these, these audio interfaces. They're really, really well made. They sound really good. If you don't need to record four microphones at the same time, uh, Focusrite makes different versions of this audio interface, the Focusrite Scarlett Solo, which only records one microphone. It's got one mic input, uh, or the, the Scarlett 2i2, which can record two microphones at the same time. Um, and of course it goes all the way up to eight microphones at the same time for this, the, the Scarlett 18i20. I used to have one of these. I sold it because, um, I don't remember why I sold it. doesn't matter. Anyways, all these, all these interfaces are great. Uh, again, you plug XLR type microphones into these interfaces with a mic cable. 
XLR microphones include the Shure Beta 87A, the Shure SM58, which is another great microphone, very similar to this one, a little bit more affordable. These cost about $100 new. You can buy them used on eBay or Craigslist or wherever. You can usually find them for around $50, uh, and they're great microphones, really really sturdy, like very well made, very hard to destroy. Yeah, you'll see people using them on stage all the time. Get a couple of these, they sound good. You won't have any complaints. Um, some of the other microphones I just wanted to mention, there's a new mic from Shure called the MV7. It's a USB microphone that also has, uh, well, does it also have, I believe it also has an XLR port. I'm gonna double check. I'm gonna take a look at this, we're gonna do this live. Um, yeah, USB and XLR, uh, this is $250. I think this is a great deal if you want to buy a nice microphone for yourself uh, and you want the option to have it be XLR uh, eventually if you need to record multiple people in the same room. But if you're just going to be recording yourself or you want to travel with it, you can just plug it in with a USB cable. Um, good looking mic, good price. You'll be really happy with this really solid investment. Um, the Shure SM7B, this is probably a mic you've seen if you've been watching podcasters for a while. Sounds really good, kind of requires a lot of gain, so you um, don't want to get too much into that right now, but it requires a little bit of extra equipment. Not a mic I usually recommend for, for beginners or starters. Uh, go with something else like a USB mic or, or just one of these other mics I talked about. Um, the Rode Pod mic is a mic I like for the price, 100 bucks. Um, so comparable to the Shure SM58, uh, I've done a few videos on this. Sounds really good. Again, this is XLR mic plugs into an audio interface. Um, there's a couple of, uh, other ways to record audio that I wanted to mention. Um, these portable recorders, these zoom H4Ns, if you're going to be out and about moving around a lot, these are really handy. Uh, you can either record audio straight into these devices with a, with a microphone. They've got little microphones built in the top. Um, or you can plug these devices into a computer with a little USB cable and they act as an audio interface. So you can record straight through the device into a, a recording program in your computer. So they're pretty handy to, uh, to keep around. I've got an old Zoom H4n um, just for, you know, whatever. I, I haven't used it in forever, but uh, it has come in handy a couple times. Um, so pretty cool. They run a couple hundred bucks. Uh, solid investment too. I think the both the 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 Zoom H4n have two inputs, two mic inputs, and the H6 has four, I believe, and it's expandable. Anyway, so um, visit this page if you want to check out any of these things in, in more detail. Um, the other things you'll need uh, for your microphone, a stand, right? Like I've got this cheap $15 mic stand. It's attached to my desk. It works fine. Um, you need like a little pop filter thing, a little little microphone clip. Most microphones come with one, but you may need to buy one separately. Um, I like this, uh, this one because it's got this little pop filter built in. And I generally, you know, you want to talk past the microphone a little bit for, for the best sound quality, but a pop filter just helps you kind of diffuse any breaths or wind that hits your microphone and can cause weird sounds. Um, microphone cable, right? Got to plug your XLR mic into your audio interface. And headphone, headphones. So 
pretty much any kind of headphone will work. If you do want to end up like doing a lot with sound, you may want to buy some headphones that are a little bit better for mixing. Um, and the two that I recommend are the MDR 7506s from Sony and the HD 600 from Sennheiser, which are the ones I'm using now. Um, there's plenty of great microphone uh, microphones, plenty of great headphones for for recording and for mixing and mastering um, in a lot of different budget range. Just get get whatever you can afford right now. Like there's, uh, that's pretty much it. There's good options there. Uh, a couple other miscellaneous things for your microphone. Might need a headphone adapter, um, an extension cable, a splitter. Uh, and then on this page, here's a few other USB microphones that I really recommend. Like the budget ones right here, the Samsung Q2U is uh, 60 bucks, I think on average, less than 100. Um, and then there's another microphone called the, uh, the ATR2100. That's a USB microphone that looks like this one that usually runs at or around $100. Uh, also sounds fine, sounds good. Great, great mics, especially for traveling. Um, yeah. Get a good microphone. It's 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 worth it. You know, treat yourself. If you want a podcast, if you want to sound good, treat yourself a little bit. Uh, and in the coming episodes, I'll talk a little bit more about how the, the settings for these, mic technique, things like that. All right, but let's say, uh, oh, last thing before I go. Um, well, not last thing, one of the last things. Someone asked on one of my previous YouTube videos about lavalier mics, those little mics that clip to your shirt. You can use those for, for podcasting, um, but they're really made for like, for presentation situations where maybe you're going to be on video and you don't want like a big microphone in your face. Um, the nicer lavaliers tend to cost more than, than these kind of microphones I've found in, in my experience. And you need a special adapter to plug them up to an audio interface. I don't know if you're going to be primarily doing like video things where you're going to be moving around and, and like maybe writing on a whiteboard or stuff like that, then a lavalier mic might be a good option for you. But if you're going to mostly be like staying in one place and talking to people, just get yourself a microphone like this one, a podcasting microphone. Um, this should work fine. I just really, I haven't, I really haven't messed around with lavalier mics too much, so I can't speak to it that well. So look it up if that's okay for a, a quick recap sound quality sounding good it matters like it really does matter it affects how much people will believe you how much they'll trust you how much they'll listen to you uh, so a good microphone is a solid investment especially now especially if you plan to spend a lot of time talking to people over the internet um yeah, I don't regret any of the money I've spent on audio gear at all. As a podcast host, you you want people to be able to hear you clearly and understand you. If they have a hard time hearing you, understanding you, they're not going to stick around for very long. Uh, and the same goes for any co-hosts or guests that you have on your show too. So I'll talk more about that in the future, but it's important to make sure your guests and co-hosts sound as good as possible too. All right. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of learning how to set input gain levels and always checking your audio settings before you start recording. So stay tuned for that. That'll be next week, unless something terrible happens. <laughs> As always, thanks for watching uh, and or listening. Reviews in Apple Podcasts are always appreciated. And uh, you can find more at, you know more episodes, more links, more, more of my stuff at podcastingwithaaron.com or aarondowd.com. Till next time, be well. Thanks for watching and happy podcasting.